Ever wondered what goes on in the kitchens of Melbourne's restaurants? I'm Jo Ritty, and Conversation with the Chef gives you the backstory of some of our favourite eating spots. So does the truffle give it a bit of an earthy flavour? Yes. It's very subtle and strong at the same time, a bit in between, but it grows great in the crumb roulette. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. No, it just was just an idea that popped up, and those are the um, miles of the time on the best idea. Ah, no, I'm fine, thank you. I've had two coffees today already. <laughs> so would you like a creme brulee? Try? I would love to try a creme brulee, thank you. Amazing. How long have you been open? Almost three years. Three years? Wow, okay. Wow. It seems it's like a really new building though. Oh, okay. But you, have you been here for three years? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And the building's been here for three and a half. Okay. And I've been part of the business almost one and a half years. Okay. So, yes. I always like how chefs are so... I feel like if you're not a chef, you're quite afraid of things falling out. Like, you used to that thing with the sugar. I would be thinking the custard would fall out of the dish. Why doesn't it? The sugar, you mean? I mean, no, when you put the, yeah, you put the sugar on top of the custard. Yes. But it didn't, the custard didn't fall out, so the, the custard's quite solid. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's not a, um, yeah, it's not like a custard you buy in the supermarket with that no. structure. Yeah. Very thick, super creamy as well. I've tried, I've tried making creme brulee before. I think if oh, I'd done cool. that, mine would have fallen out of the dish. Oh, <laughs> and we also make it with duck yolks, okay. actually. And we use premium cream, and that's just... Yeah. Won't get any better. <laughs> yeah, we're all about uh, quality ingredients and the best produce. Yeah. I had a look at your menu, and it looks beautiful. Thank you. We still focus with some changes, but yeah. also depends on the season. Um, Sorry, you said you've been with the, the company for a year? Uh, a little bit longer, okay. but yeah. I started on the 14th of July, June last year. Okay, so just start, yeah, it's over a year. Yeah, definitely over a year. Yeah. I was quite interested in, in your role, though, because it says, Rosalind, you're the gatekeeper of the kitchen. <laughs> that sounds quite formidable. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, and the problems. So I guess that's why that word would have come up. Some of them are the problems. Sure, yeah. But I work very closely with the 
council us to, yeah. to agree on products and on, and on the menu and on the menu. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's a pretty classic menu, um, traditional, I would say, for French restaurants. Is that how much do you stray from that? The, the very classic French. The menu is very, for me, seeing coco yes. and escargot. Yes, and so it's just basically the classic French menu. Yeah. But with a curly twist. Okay. Yes. And so I tried to do it a bit modern. I tried to do it a bit my way, actually. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's not... It's classic, but it's a bit different. Sure. Yeah. Oh. And how often would you change the menu? Um, frequently, yeah. Yeah. Definitely when we feel like it or want to have a change or depends on the season as well. Mm. Wow. There you go. Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh my goodness. More than half of our menu is a toujours, so okay. that could change even daily. Oh, okay. So what, so what I see on the website is not necessarily... Possibly not. For example... Um, it really depends what, what fish is available to market as to yeah. what yeah. we'll do. And, and often I'll write to Silla saying, no, we can't get John Dory. You know, what, what do you want? Yeah. And give him options. Okay. Um, and that could be a date. Okay. That's, yeah, that's... Well, that's, that's the way you want to be doing things, isn't it? Yes. How, yes. how many do you seat in here? It's small, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, we can fill up to 24. Yes. We did some functions with... Stand-up function, how many people were there? Maybe 40? Yeah. Yeah, we wanted 40 people, but there was a stand-up function. Yeah. So we can do 28. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's around 24. And are you often, are you full? Are you often full? Mm. Weekends, definitely. Yeah. Um, during the week, sometimes yes, sometimes no. It it's really depends on the people. Holidays. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I've never had creme brulee like that. It's so it's really unctuous, isn't it? It's really yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've just started watching um Chefs, the French um show on on SBS on demand okay. and it's a, so it's in French and it's about this French chef in, in Paris and anyone anytime anyone eats his food they all do yeah. that kind of <gasps> That's what I'm doing now. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's what every guest yeah. comes in here. A lot of people, when they eat, are quiet, and then they look at me with that look like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, even in this show, they have these kind of, you know, effects where the person closes their eyes, savouring it, and they're transported to a forest or, you know, yeah. by the sea or, you know. Yeah. That's what food does, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it should do. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and people are coming back for my food, and it's just amazing. Mm. That's can't get better. <laughs> yeah. So you're really young. Yes, I'm 21. Yeah. Yes. So when I was, I started actually with a cooking school for two years when I was 15. Was that at, at home? In the, yeah, in, in, the, in the Netherlands. Netherlands? Yes. yes. And I absolutely hated it. Oh. I really, really hated it because I didn't want to learn. I didn't want to go to school. So I finished that school. I just learned the basics of the basics and did a career change. Well, in that meantime, I needed money, so I started to work in a restaurant as a dishwasher. Yeah. And from there, I, I built my way up. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's interesting. So what, what was it initially that drew you, that you thought you did want to be a chef, 
and then what hooked you back I in? I did not want to be a chef. No, but, we, but, but you <laughs> thought you might like to. I and then actually, you didn't like it. Yes. It was more, I, it was a bit complicated. I was in a very nice school and it went all wrong. Okay. And in the Netherlands, you have to choose a school on time. Okay. And all the schools that I wanted to go were full. Oh. So I had to go to that cooking school. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay, so so I was right. a bit forced to do it. Yeah. And now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I never had the dream of being a chef. I, I never really didn't knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. And now it's just... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and what brought you to Melbourne? Um, so I was traveling in Asia. I was going on a big trip. And I was already planning to work in Australia. And three or four years ago, my brother worked, did the same, worked in Melbourne as well. Okay. And I was in the north first. I did farm work for my visa. You have to do that for another year. And I thought, I don't want to do this. I'm going to Melbourne. I was really broke. Yeah. I needed a job. Uh, looked online and saw the application for this restaurant. I applied and I didn't hear anything the next day. So I wrote a letter with all my um, uh, with a recommendation of my old job. Put it under the door and the next day I got a call. And, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Had a trial. <laughs> yeah. So it started off, um, uh, I applied for a kitchen hand, for a kitchen helper, because Rosalind was the chef. And after three or four weeks, changed it around. Wow. I was the chef, and Rosalind my helper. So before when you said you, you were a dishwasher, you, you know, you didn't want to do it, but then you became, became a dishwasher and then you sort of got into it again. Yeah. How far, like how far along did you do... Dishwashing? Yeah, no, I mean, oh. did you do, you did some cooking as well? I did some cooking before. I had two internships, yeah. and I actually started, it was a tennis club, very weird. We cooked Indonesian food at a tennis club. Oh, okay. So I started with Asian, yeah, it's very, <laughs> very weird, but I started with Indonesian food, and I really learned to, to work with flavors. So in the first month, I used recipes, and after that, I just cooked with flavor. Mm. And that's what really helped me. Okay, so you're like a natural, naturally gifted chef. chef. Yes, <laughs> actually, yes. And it's also my family. My brother's a chef as well okay. in the Netherlands. And my parents always love to cook. So, okay, yeah. so you could have grown up with that idea. Yeah. So my yeah. dad is very good with cooking with structure, and my mum is very good with flavour, and I'm above that. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty lucky. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty special as yeah. well, actually. So... Um, and we were saying that you work with Rosalind and putting together the menu and getting the products and so on. And then, um, and you got this whole marriage of flavour and flavour and structure. Just tell me about what your process is. So when you're thinking about doing a recipe and, and adding your twist, yes. what, how do you start that off? Ooh, it mostly comes out of nowhere. Yeah, okay. It's, I don't cook with recipes. I just what I used to do at an Indonesian place mm. so yeah my twist just pops up yeah it's it's hard to tell <laughs> <laughs> so you're inspired by product yes yeah yes because we're having the, the best of the best products we're going to the market yeah. we're getting the best organic stuff so yeah. that's just yeah so obviously there's a twist on the um, creme brulee that I'm eating the, with yes. the truffle. T tell me about some other twists that you've done. Um, I've done a lot of twists, <laughs> lot of actually. Twists. We've done... Very twisted. Uh, yes. <laughs> We've done rose water and pistachio. Mm -hmm. So rose water infused with pistachio on top. We've did mocha. 
We have done uh, pomegranate, uh, chocolate and chili, gingerbread flavored creme brulee, and that's it so far. Okay. Yes. So. Sorry, I said I ran into you. No can. problem. Like, it's it. all good. Do it. When I say he's a natural, what I mean by that is he is able to just smell an ingredient, try an ingredient for the first time, and straight away know how to Yeah. And not many people can do that. And not just that, but all of his dishes that he works on, they're all balanced in their acid, salt, sugar. They're, they're completely balanced. Yeah. And then yeah. So I've, I've had uh, dishes, there are a couple of items on the menu that have been on from day one, but they're so much better. Yeah, that's, but what do you reckon that is? Is that, because um, I've been thinking a lot lately about memory codes of different cultures and so on, and, and, um, and you know, like the indigenous culture, for example, and I wonder mm-hmm. whether some people do have like a, a, a link back to old knowledge I don't know like where does that come from though like how do you well he's got a very acute sense of smell Mm. so if if there's something slightly different Mm. he picks up on it immediately Mm. yes (laughs) so how's that been with um, because the the ingredients would be really different here to in Europe so how does yes so your nose is adapted to (laughs) to that well to be honest back home I used a lot of processed ingredients and actually when I came here a new world went open for me mm. with all those fresh produce and organic stuff and it's just if you want to make good food good quality ingredients are yeah. number one yeah wow yeah you need a good chef you need a good flavour you need yeah. a good taste but good ingredients are number one yeah and so, obviously yeah. this is a really good good context for you to be working in and um, and you've you've probably learnt a lot from yes. Rosalind yeah. and then um, but that we seems like a really harmonious we well. yeah that's awesome yeah. and what about do you get to go to other places do you are you look, do you look at books do you look at Instagram do you yes, go and yeah, eat yeah I do yeah, yeah. always for inspiration yeah. and I love food so mm. <laughs> I love to eat mm. so yes definitely right and um, yeah he gets inspiration from everything that he gets the ingredients that come in here With what? So, what flavors did you put with the? What were you thinking when you started thinking about what to do with the roux? Well, I know it's not. I don't really like to eat it as a cooked steak because it's very tough. Mm. And raw, it's just like a steak. So, and I like that. Yeah, should I say? Okay. Yeah, just the. The sweetness of the sauce, the soury of the cornichons yeah. and the capers. It's just like a classic steak tatar, but with mm. a kangaroo twist on there. Okay. And from there, you became not obsessed, but quite fascinated by Australian proteins. Yes. Yeah. All the Australian natives. And I really like to work with that. Yeah. Because it's also new for me. Yeah. Um, and it works. Mm. So it's, in a, it's in a great. F- in a 
Yeah. Bistro. Who would have thought Emu Riette? Emu Riette. Emu Riette. Wow. Served with pickled Australian wild hibiscus. Yeah. How do you even think about that? <laughs> it just pops up. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So... And I was going to say, so because you don't use recipes, and I was thinking, and these are all really amazing ideas, which obviously you wouldn't have to share, but just because I've been to two cookbook launches lately. Mm. Would you be able to, like, would you, do these, so it sounds like these ideas happen really organically. If you had to write them down or teach someone else, can you do that, or is it, is it such a different process for you? Um, I think I could do it, but I have to make it and write it down, mm. I think. Mm. Yeah. But if I got the ingredients in front of me, I could definitely make it. Mm. But I don't know if I could write it now down a recipe. Yeah. I think I could do it. Yeah. I, I, I think so. <laughs> I've, I've never really idea, done it. it? So yeah. maybe I should do it. It would be good for me as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well who knows? What it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, well, you're not starting out because you've already... You're already making it and doing it yeah. but I think about some of these chefs who've been um, around for a long time I just think about the repertoire of flavours and flavour combinations and dishes that they hold, that they hold it within them I think yeah. it's incredible isn't it yeah true yeah. and always... in all the years I learned a lot so yeah yeah so how many years now it feels like I can't be that many mm, six years yeah so well, you can pack a lot into six years can't you yeah and if you're Sparking every time you're going out and being inspired, then, yes. <laughs> then a lot happens in 24 hours. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. What about foraging? Because I know that in um, Europe, that a lot of foraging happens, and I think people are doing it here as well. But do you get to do that, or is it more just so what? What is forage? For, for, so you go out to the wild and eat like so mushrooms. We have, used, and... we have used here wild foraged mushrooms, mm. and we, we do every winter do that. Uh, but we haven't been out. Yeah, I've did it on holiday a few times. Yeah. So my mom is from Austria, and oh. her parents live uh, lived close to a forest, and we picked mushrooms there. Mm. But I was really young, so I don't. Basically, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I know but, um, Ben Shuri from Attica. Like his team likes to go. I think he's yeah. probably got like yeah. a foraging guy. <laughs> yeah, and he also got a nice herb garden. We do have. Um, Fresh herbs from the garden at Rosalind's home. Okay. We often take there, or lemons, grapefruits, pomelos. Um, yeah, all the herbs, mostly. But um, but our ingredients are just as good. It's a small kitchen, isn't it? So Yes. So it's, it's great, because the guests are really... The diners are really seeing what's happening. Yes, so it feels for the guests to come in the home, just yeah. like a French provincial mm-hmm. little restaurant. Yeah. And it's also... They see it as a show. Because I'm basically in the spotlight. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing, of course. But people feel like home and like they are watching a cooking show. Yeah, they would. And you seem to have like a permanent smile on your face. Yes. So yeah. I think that would be good. But do you get? Yes. Are you? Do you feel under pressure in the kitchen? Of course, sometimes yes. Mm. Sometimes I'm very relaxed, very chilled. Of course, sometimes it's a stressy day. Mm. But people don't really notice it because even if I'm happy or having a straight face day. They're not seeing it. No. Because I'm so on my zone. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah. But most of the time I'm smiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, 
this has been a, so it was a good decision. You know, you, you're happy yes. being a chef. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and yeah. what would you say to young people wanting to come, or not necessarily young people, but people wanting to come into this industry? What would be your advice mm. on how to um, get by? Be happy. Be uh, motivated to learn new things. That's definitely number one. Yeah. And cook with the right ingredients. Yeah. Definitely. Because it tastes so much better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, be motivated. Want to learn more stuff. Yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? You have to... Well, for anyone, I think it's important to keep learning, but it feels like... Yeah, and it's, it's a creative and, and it's a technical industry as well, you yeah. know, being a chef. But yeah. I think you have to always feels like the people that I... Well, I'm lucky because I get to speak to lots of chefs and, yes. and they're always chefs who love what they're doing. So, yeah. And they always want to be learning more and yeah. developing. And So that's the thing. If you're not motivated, you won't come anywhere. Yeah. You won't have a good time. <laughs> yeah. So what's on the menu tonight? What's your favourite thing on the menu tonight? Ooh, well, my signature dish are scallops. Oh. They've been pan fried, served medium rare, and they've been served in a champagne cream sauce with a beetroot vinaigrette. Beetroot vinaigrette? Yes. Yeah, and wow. it's amazing, that combination. That's interesting. Just, yes. And I like everything that's on the menu, mm. but duck is my other signature. Confit duck. Ah. Oh. Yes. That's been served in a cassoulet style tonight. It's a really French wintry style. Oh. Yeah. I should know this, but how long does it take to confit duck? Um... Well, for home cooking, because mostly the duck is falling apart and I'm not doing that. It takes around, if you're doing a low flame, three hours, mm. but I do it in an hour. Because okay. I'm putting on a bit higher flame, mm. so it's not falling apart. And I also um, fry it again in duck fat to get a nice crispy skin. So it's actually like three times cooked. Okay. It's wow. still very moist oh, and it's not that. dry. And mm. It's great, yeah. Beautiful. And we house render our fat as well. So from our duck men, we get duck skins, put it in the oven, make our own fats. Wow. Yes. It's so, hardcore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really doing definitely. everything, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So I use the whole duck, basically. Uh, from the bones, I make a stock. From the legs, I make a confit. From mm. the fat, I use the fat. From the skins, I use the fat. I use the eggs in my creme brulee, and we do smoked breasts. We're going to make smoked duck breasts today. I'll smoked. And what do you What are you smoking it with? Uh, tea. Okay, yeah. A uh, French grey tea and smoking chips. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Good, good. yeah, nice fruity combination. It's lovely. I yes. Sounds like a <laughs> a lovely way to spend your days. If, if I mean, that's yes. what you like. Don't yeah, definitely. Would, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty special. Good. So yeah, we're using the whole duck. Yeah. We like it. We're loving duck. Yeah. We're I, a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure the diners are as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. And I just love the people's feedback, just their face when they look at me when they take a bite. It's just, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. And you're lucky to be able to see that too. Yes, I mean, definitely. So many kitchens are it's great. hidden away. And yeah, I... We really, if we go out for dinner sometimes for lunch, we want to see what's happening. Yeah. We don't want to not see anything. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We think it's very important. Yeah. So that's why everything is open here. Yeah, beautiful. And people get the real feel that they're on somebody's home. Yeah. That's it does feel like that. Right. Yeah. 
an evening it's dark with some French bistro music on it really feels like home it smells oh, warm yeah it smells good I'll come back and eat I'll come back and have duck <laughs> that will be great <laughs> now that I've had the duck egg that was so delicious thank, thank you. you very much yeah thank you that's great um, I think that's probably all thank all right. you so much that's lovely I'm just going to take your photo though yes thank you